Thanks for spending time with us. Welcome into Thursday. For the last year, Donald Trump's primary opponents have been hoping Iowa would be the former president's glass jaw. At this point, a month from the Iowa caucus, it's looking like reinforced steel. We're just 33 days away from Iowa, first in the nation. I wonder how you got that. Do you got that because of me? First in the nation caucuses, and uh, we're going to keep you first in the nation for a long time. Shelby Talcott, campaign reporter at Semaphore, says Trump's huge lead in the polls complicates the path forward for his remaining opponents. Will the Hawkeye state be the end of the road? Shelby set the scene. Yeah, the big thing I was looking at was obviously the poll that came out earlier this week, which found that Trump over the past few months in Iowa has actually increased his lead. And so it found that 51 percent of likely Republican caucus goers in Iowa want Trump as their first choice. And Ron DeSantis is sitting in second place in a very distant second place with 19 percent of the vote. Nikki Haley's at 16 and so it just sort of showed that the, the massive hurdle that some of these non-Trump candidates have to overcome come mid-January in Iowa, which is a state where most of the non-Trump candidates have essentially bet almost all everything on winning or yeah. doing well there. Well, it's really it, it, the only question really who's going to finish second, I guess, right? Yes, and that's kind of the goal for all of these non-Trump candidates. It's not necessarily to come out and beat Trump in Iowa or beat Trump in New Hampshire or any of these early states. It's to come in a close enough second where they become the clear and only alternative to Trump. We're speaking with Shelby Talcott, 2024 campaign reporter at Semaphore. And her piece is called, Will Iowa End the 2024 Republican Contest Before It Even Begins? What could happen where, say... Everybody not named Trump just throws in the towel after Iowa. It's probably not likely, but I mean, what could happen, I guess? Yeah, I I do think that's unlikely. But then, you know, it becomes very clearly Trump is the nominee and it becomes a most likely a Trump versus Biden situation, a rematch of the last presidential election. And what I think is more likely to happen is we are probably going to see at least one non-Trump alternative stay in the race. And I wouldn't be surprised if two or three stay in the race. And that's really what people who want uh, if people who want somebody other than Trump, they're really worried about that because that ends up splitting the vote. And the end result there is nobody gets close enough to really even argue that they are the only non-Trump competitor in the race. Yeah, I, w- I was surprised to read, I guess um, we've heard a lot about uh, Nikki Haley endorsements lately whether it's uh, Chris Sununu, the, the governor of New Hampshire, or the Koch enterprise getting behind her, but she only has one congressional endorsement, and that's, really, that's from her home state of South Carolina. Yeah, that was really interesting to me as well as, as I was researching a little bit for this piece. Nikki Haley has not gotten the same amount of endorsements or even close to it as Ron DeSantis or Donald Trump. And I think in a way that sort of suggests, uh, based on the fact that she is the only one who is who is rising in any way in in many of these polls, it, it raises the question of how much endorsements ultimately matter. And if you talk to her team, they'll argue that they don't matter that much, right? Of but of course, if she had gotten more endorsements, I'm confident that she would be touting them as DeSantis and Trump are. What does history tell us, perhaps, about what happens after Iowa and New Hampshire? Is that when the fall-off begins? 
Yeah, I think I think certainly we're going to see people fall off. I know Chris Christie is is banking it all on New Hampshire, so I would expect any change to his campaign to come after New Hampshire. But but you do see, particularly with someone like Ron DeSantis, who is has been so focused on Iowa and almost exclusively focused on the state, if he does not perform well there, I think that's a situation where we could see someone like him drop off, whereas Nikki Haley has focused on Iowa, but also kind of kept eggs in the basket in New Hampshire and South Carolina. And so she's got a little bit more leeway to not perform as well in the state. Thanks, Shelby. Shelby Talcott, campaign reporter at Semaphore.